This week's episode of The Curious Podcasts is brought to you by you, our valued listeners. If there are any topics you would like to hear us talk about, you can submit your suggestions at curious.podcasts at gmail.com. Also, if you want to show us some love and support, why not pop over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Curious Podcasts. Hello, is that Jim? Are you on your way? Excellent. Uh huh. I can't believe uh, Cindy got in touch with you. Like this is just un- unbelievable. Man, you do sound different on the phone. Aye. Wait, birds. What's your second name? Canary. Oh my god. No, no, I was after Jim Ken. Oh man. Um, no, it's it's not your fault, it's me agent. I, I just, why would you think I wanted the travelling birds, John? Anyways, uh, I'll pay you for the day anyway, but, um, uh, right. Right, bye, bye. Can you believe that? So, uh, I'll tell you, we didn't get Jim Carrey then? No, Jim Canary, some kind of travelling bird salesman or something. That was most definitely... Not who we wanted for the No, trip. no, I'm pretty sure Cindy would have known that. So I'll be having words with her. Well, anyway, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Curious Podcasts with me, Dr. Josepha, and Lawless. I suppose. Well, yeah, I, I imagine sometimes you just don't want to be here. And I'm just really annoyed at that whole Jim Canary thing, to be honest. I was really looking forward to it, but we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So, um, what have you got for us this week, Lawless? Uh, We've got Richie's Corner, a bit later on. Mm -hmm. Um, Got some dad jokes, some random facts, and some fan mail. Ah, nice. Uh, I have actually had a speaking of fan mail. I've got I've had a couple of emails in on the uh, podcast email address. Uh, so I'll I think I will read them out during which is corner. That's all right with you. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, so I've got, like I said, I've got I've got those two emails there. Uh, we have got a message from Madame Jem. Uh, this week I'm going to be talking about Bob Lazar. Oh. Yes. Uh, before I get to the message from Madam Jem, I know Bob Lazar was something you mentioned near the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I think it was maybe episode two or episode three, where you mentioned for the listeners to look at the Bob Lazar for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, admittedly, at that point, I'd never heard of Bob Lazar before. So I thought, you know, I might as well get, do a little bit of digging, find out for myself. And once I did, I was like, I don't know, maybe worth doing an episode for, about him. Mm-hmm. So that is today. Yeah. Do we want to get straight into that? And then we'll carry on with Richie's Corner. And then we've got Word of the Week and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we'll get the buy stuff out of the way and then we'll do your stuff. Well, I think that's the, our usual pattern. 
Yeah. Well, to begin with, the message from Madame Jem. Oh. Yep, so she's still on holiday uh, with her wife, Angela. And actually, so this postcard, it says, really enjoying our time at the convent. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the hell the, the, those two are doing at the bloody convent. Uh, wish you were here. Could do with a couple of extra pussies to pet. Mm. <laughs> 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 huh. Uh, well then. I wonder how long they're going to be on holiday for. Ah, I'm quite liking it. I'm quite happy with Cindy Lopeman in charge, to be honest. Even even though I'm going to have words about her, but you know. Those two are a nunnery. <laughs> I just kind of get my head around it. I did. I had some kind of weird weekend. Uh, it would be. It's got to be some kind of weird weekend. You you got a couple of, you know, you've got a married lesbian couple, at least one of whom is a witch. I don't know about a uh, wife, Angela. Decide. Uh, I think she's quite normal, and she's a butcher or something. I'm an office clerk or something, something really boring. Uh, I was say if she's a butcher, then she's probably butchering the nuns. Mm. If uh, Madame Jem's anything to go by. Although she's probably butchering them another way. Disgusting. I know. Right, so, Bob Lazar. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Oh, sorry, me. I just, it's just like with you interrupting Richie's corner all the time, I just thought it was a thing that we do. Not that I'm bitter about it or anything. You told me to start joining in with Richie's Corner. You said... I didn't say it fucking pushed me out the door and grabbed me notes. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. Just get on with it. Oh, I was starting to think you liked arguing with me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Bob Lazar. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said it better, but go on. I think you did. I'll agree with you on that one. Oh, Bob Lazar is... Has been dubbed as a self-proclaimed physicist and an Area 51 conspiracy theorist. Now, the reason why he's being labelled as a self-proclaimed physicist is despite him claiming to have master's master's degrees in physics from MIT and electronics from Caltech, there's no record of him. Ever having attended yeah, the either? Wipeys, uh, well, he says that the government wipe his um, yeah, education. I'll, I'll get a bit further with that one. Um, but in, in in addition to the, the claims that his educational records have been wiped, mm-hmm. a bit, at least with regards to his degrees. He can't actually name any of his professors or fellow students, except for one professor. But that professor was teaching at uh, another location, which was uh, P.S. Junior College. And there is record of Bob at P.S. at the same time. That he was supposedly at Caltech, mm-hmm. 
and they over and they're over two thousand five hundred miles apart. Right. Which I just checked that was that what's that Caltech? I want to make sure I got the right one. No, MIT. Yeah, he was. A, so yeah, it was when he was meant to be at MIT. At MIT he was actually a PS. Mm-hmm. Now Bob claims to have worked at a site called S Four. Uh, which is supposedly a subset of Area 51. Yeah. It's 15 miles south of it. Uh, and before that, he was meant to have worked at Los Alamos, uh, working on nuclear weapon development. Uh-huh. And Los Alamos denied that he was ever there. Right. Uh, obviously, there would be no confirmation or denial regarding S4 because it's Area 51 related, so... How are you going to ask them? Well, that's it. You know, yeah, okay, the government have acknowledged that Area 51 does exist. Never said what it is, though, have they? Really? No, they haven't. I mean, I mean, I know that they've done development for one of the stealth bombers there. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas all the test flight stuff was done, I think, at Area 52. Area 51 was where it was developed, according to the US government. Mm-hmm. But I'll, uh, yeah, I heard that. It's still outside. I want to shut the door. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Wait. For anyone curious, the door is refusing to close. Because there's a bee the size of a helicopter on the garden. Sounded like a mini helicopter as well. <laughs> now he's made certain assertions about Area Fifty One and UFOs, uh, and his claims have been looked at by by both skeptics and ufologists, mm-hmm. and they've all rejected his claims. Really? Yeah, the, the none of them on either side of the fence or wall believe him. I mean, he's got his group of followers. Yeah. But the majority of people on both sides of the of the, of the fence are saying, "Nah, we don't believe him." Right. However, that side, uh, he claim he claims that while he was at S four, he read briefing documents that are supposed. That's supposed to detail alien involvement on Earth for the past ten thousand years. Right. Um, and I'm like, huh, ten thousand years. That they're just gonna have a documentation <laughs> that because it wasn't even a case of that the documents were like lying around, and he came across them. Mm-hmm. They just handed the documents to him to read. Uh, you, you, you're going to just hand these top secret documents, at least I would presume they're top secret, to what would essentially be a contractor. You know, with information about aliens being, it, sticking the... <coughs> Stick the origins of humanity, kind of. 
Yeah, for the, for the last 10,000 years. I mean, I wouldn't say the origins of humanity was 10,000 years ago. I would say it was much longer back than that. I mean, Atlantis was meant to have been 9,000 years before Plato wrote about Atlantis. Crazy, isn't it? Um, and then, and that that's that's something else as well. Is that the start? I think that um, there never really was an Atlantis. It was just something Plato made up. Yeah, that could be possible. You know, it was just uh, a work of fiction Plato did, and people have taken it out of context and thought he was trying to claim it was real. Yeah. Um. However, moving on with Bob. Now, while he was at area S, that while he was at S four, he was meant to have been working with one of the alien craft. Mm-hmm. Not the alien craft, but one of the alien craft. I think there was nine. Nine. Yeah, I think yeah, I think there was nine altogether. And he was working on one that he dubbed the sports model. So it was more like a like the alien equivalent of a fighter. There wasn't much room in it. Was there? There was like a. No, there Very wasn't. basic insides and stuff. Oh, and it wasn't just uh, the basic insides either, but the, the chairs indicated that whoever these beings were that were piloting them were probably something like four foot. Yeah, they're very big, aye. Um, about the size of a, of, a, of a grown child. But part of, part of the documents he was reading indicated that the craft had come from a planet in the Zeta Reticuli Mm -hmm. system, which is a twin binary star system. And as of four years ago, the the last time they checked in that area, there's still no sign of any planets being in that star system. Mm -hmm. So either... The documents were a lie, or we just haven't spotted the planets yet when observing in that location. Or Bob's full of it. Yeah. And speaking of Bob being full of it, he still has no, he's still to this date not provided any evidence. To back up any of the claims that he's made. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, apparently, you know, like, like what I talked about before about his education. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just his education where there's no record of him, but also his employment as well. But he claims that because he. After after they stopped letting him on letting him on site, uh, after they found out his wife was having an affair with a flight flight instructor, I think. Uh, You know, he took some. Even though he knew he wasn't meant to tell anyone, he decided (coughs) that he was going to tell some of his close friends. Yeah. Took them up to show them uh, aircraft being tested. Right. Now, these people who went up there have actually come out and confirmed that they all saw something yeah. that night. 
So, I mean, that that's the only evidence he's got for himself but to, to back himself up with is, I think, three or four eyewitnesses who've all basically said the same thing. Yeah. But, um, because he told them, <clears throat> because, because they got caught... So because you told them about what was going on, the uh, the government was supposed to have retaliated and sort of wiped these records. Yeah. To basically stop them from being able to get any employment or anything. Well, you lost all credibility as well. Oh, well, I'm going I'm to get into that as well. Because it's not just this, I call something who's his credibility. However, the act of like scrubbing mm-hmm. his information, uh, like Caltech and MIT, uh, previous employers like the contractor AG and G, who I think was um, who he'd had the interview with to end up going to S four. Yeah, the thought of it is considered to be implausible. Uh, by certain sceptics such as Donald R. Prothoro, Stanton T. Friedman and Timothy D. Callahan. I have to admit when I was coming across that bit of information I don't know who any of them are but I think Stanton T. Friedman I think that name does ring a bell I think I've come across his name before when uh, probably when listening to things dealing with like UFOs and what have you. Uh Maybe it actually be worth looking in at those three names. After this, and uh, no, oh no! Apparently, he did take one piece of evidence from the labs at S four, and that was a sample a sample of an element called Moscovium, uh, which is element one one five on the periodic table. That's what makes him. That's what makes him believable. But he's never presented the evidence. Yeah, but that does exist, and at the time, it didn't kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, at at the time, we didn't have element one one five. As of, I think it's two thousand and three. We have, yeah, yeah. So we've managed to synthesize element two. Th- uh, element one one five for ourselves, as of two thousand and three. And what and the relevance of one one five or Moscovium is that while he was working on the craft, um, you know, came to realize that it operated on an antimatter reactor. Star Trek, anyone? And that the fuel for the antimatter reactor was this was this element one one five, but specifically st- the stable isotope of it. And the thing is that one one five is extremely radioactive. Yeah. You know, it's a like the minimal amount of exposure will kill you. But as of this date, we we still haven't even been able to produce. Uh, any stable isotopes. Yeah, we don't know how to use it. 
I was thinking I don't even think there's anything that we have to use it for right now. Not really. But apparently the ships used to used to bend gravity or something or Yeah, so that's interesting. Like Yeah, so that yeah, that's what they were doing. It was like gravitational waves which um helped it to sort of like hover and what have you that And it had had an effect on um radios and that as well. It's like I think Bob referred to it as a gravity envelope. So it's sort of like bent everything around it. It's yeah. like light and whatever. It's like there's no propulsion, it's just it manipulates the its surroundings. Yeah, like manipulating the gravity waves around it. Which would make sense. It if someone asks you how it works, like oh like a UFO that I would believe that. And he has the thing as well, it's like everyone thought up and, at this point in time everyone thought gravity was created by graviton particles. But Bob had come out around this time, you know, Bob did come out saying that gravity was actually waves. You know, roll on two thousand and fifteen I think it was. Or 2015, 2016, uh, when two black holes um, essentially merged into one. They get the kind of ate each other. Yeah. Um, and we've got two, so like laser, like giant laser. Um, detection systems uh, one's called LIGO and I think the other one was called Virgil uh-huh. I might have the name wrong on that one but LIGO and Virgil um, at the same time detected a change uh-huh. in how gravity was and as a result of the black holes, and because both systems detected it at the same time, confirming each other's results, um, that's when they realised that gravity wasn't created by graviton particles, but gravity was a wave, uh-huh. and that it confirmed what Bob had said. All, all the time but when Bob was like told oh yeah you know you were right you say well you know I had a 50-50 chance of, uh, of getting it right but the point is you know he said that gravity was waves mm-hmm. and as it turned out gravity was waves but if it hadn't have been for the combination of two black holes merging together And us having that system set up to be able to detect um, anomalies in gravity, you know, we would never have known that it was uh, that gravity was a wave and not yeah. something created by particles. So I mean that that's something that sort of gives them some credibility. However. 
what takes away from his credibility is his criminal record. Yeah. So in 1990, he was convicted <clears throat> and ple- after pleading guilty for his involvement in a prostitution ring. <laughs> wow. Uh, and then in 2006, he was arrested for selling illegal chemicals. Uh, basically sending, ca- sending chemicals across state lines uh, to other states within the United States. Just so that people could make more exotic style fireworks. But the chemicals in question were like really hazardous and... Yeah, hazardous, dangerous, you name it. So because of those two things, uh, he's lacking credibility there. Uh, Then in 2017, this is not to do with him having a criminal record, this one. Uh, But but in 2017, uh, his workplace was raided by the FBI. Uh Uh-huh. Now, Bob claimed that this was to recover the element, the sample of element 115 that he sees he stole from site S4. Mm-hmm. But when a Freedom of Information Act request was done with regards to the FBI raid of where Bob worked, uh, the FBI said that the raid was linked to a murder investigation and... It had nothing to do with Bob. He wasn't even a suspect in the murder. The raid had... Uh, there was no link between the raid and Bob. Right. Or they've got no idea about this element 115 or anything like that. They were doing a murder investigation and it led to Bob's um, uh, employer or work, workplace. Right. Uh, something about the whatever it was that was used in the murder... Might have come from that workplace, like what, like chemical or something. Oh, that 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 so that they kind of makes Bob look on like the delusional, delusional, Mm. paranoid side. But for anyone who does want to hear more about Bob, uh, or even hear from Bob, uh, there are two things. Uh, There is a show of. Uh, a, a film, like a documentary film on Netflix, which I can't, I can't remember the name of right now. Probably it's not great. I imagine not. Mm. Uh, but he is, but he also did appear on the Joe Rogan Experience, uh, which if you've got two hours spare or two two and a bit hours spare, uh, you could pop over to YouTube and type in Joe Rogan and Bob Lazar. And I'll tell you what does it for me, right? Mm. I would love to believe him, right? And I know I'll put it up there. Is surely they would have just took him out. I think the thing is, though, is that if you just... If you take someone out, that draws more attention. Aye. You know? Well, like... I mean, look, look at the circumstances with... Um, the guy who wrote about... Project Bluebeam, you know, because of his death, all, all, all like the, all the different things leading up to his death and the fact that he'd just been arrested, 
like the day before, two days before, and then dies of a sudden heart attack. Um, you know that that because of the timing of the death, that is all. That looks suspicious. Mm-hmm. So the the best bet is just to leave the person be, not take them out, and just discredit them. I tell you what was good though, whether he's real or not, right? The fact that he said he stole something, right? Now, if it was real, they'd have to go and get it, which yeah. would prove he worked there. Yeah. But then, if they don't go and get it and he keeps it, do you know what I mean? Like, either yeah. way, he's kind of won. Yeah, so I mean, they've never, they've never gotten it back from him. But so he support supposedly still has it, but he's never produced it as evidence. And also is the fact that element one one five is so highly radioactive. Where the hell did he keep it? Exactly, that's exactly where I was going. With probably it. in the boot of his car or something. I just often everyone that uh, gets too. Cool. I mean, like, regardless if he's fake or not. He's made a fucking living out of it. Gotta give him that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how much money he's made out of it. I know, I'll say that, I, I don't think he actually makes money from it. No, but people know who he is and... Yeah, but but I don't think he, like, accepts... Like, he's, he's not really done anything to, to make money out of it. Uh, even, like, go back to the Joe Rogan show... They offered to pay for his flight. He's like, no. He wouldn't even let them pay for his flight for him to go and. So has he already got money? I don't know. I th- he's a mystery. Yeah, he is. He's a mystery. I'm. I'm on the fence uh, about it. I don't know what. I was like, when doing digging into him. I'm like, nah. The guys the the guys all hogwash. But when I watched the Joe Rogan episode, and actually listening to him speak, he believes what he's saying, doesn't he? Like, yeah, he, he's convincing. Yeah, I would say he definitely believes that what he's saying is what happened. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it that it did happen. No. But he believes it did. Um. So he sound he sounds believable when he talks. So is it that he's just delusional? You know? Yeah. So what do you think, listeners? It's for you to decide. Do you think Bob Lazar is like just full of it or full on delusional? Or do you think he's telling the truth? Mm. Feel free to write in at curious.podcast at gmail.com and tell us what you think. Oh, I'm sure someone will. Someone you. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that somebody will. Yeah. Would be nice. Would be nice. Hey, well. Is it that time? I think it is that time. Cue the music!
to Richie's Corner. Um, and today we're going to start off with a dad joke. I'm doing me relaxing voice because it's all um Right. Two satellites got married the other day. The wedding was terrible, but the reception was great. The joke wasn't. Um, random facts. Did you know that cats can jump five times their own height? No, you didn't, don't I? Um, did you know that house cats are 95.6% tiger? I didn't know. No, you didn't. Did you know that the Spanish national anthem has no words? Really? Probably so. Did you know that Japan has over 200 flavours of Kit Kats? The lucky bastards. Now that's fucking dedication. We've got like, what, five? I'll tell you what it is, right? Japan might have all those flavours of Kit Kats. Like, America, it's just like all the different flavour Doritos they have and everything. It's like, they get all the variety. It's us here in the UK, but apparently we don't like having too many options. Yeah. But me, as a British person, Having witnessed these variety of flavour selections, I'm like, we need these. Just, just give them to us. Yeah, but this is a country that like stole the world's spices and didn't use them. You know. But you talking about the UK or Japan? No, us. We don't use any spices. We just like we use salt on chips, fish and chips. Do you know what I mean? Like, hmm. we're not exactly. Um, Adventurous, ever. So what? Well, you want to try some pap- paprika or chili powder on your chips? No, I'm just saying. Like, well, I have garlic on my chips. But... So, fuck off. Right, and we've got some fan mail. Well, it's more of a question. For um, Susan Beartooth. Whose idea was at the start of the podcast? It was his. That was mine. I'm sorry, I've apologised. And it's made no difference. It's made no difference. Ah, and we've got a, a returning guest, well, fan mail, from Barbara Scott, Squat Pump. Uh, You'll know her once I get into it. I've recently filed for divorce. Well, that could be anyone. It's a couple that you broke up last week. Alright, oh, okay. I've been trying online dating. And I must say, what the fuck has happened to Dayton? I feel sorry for the youth having to date this way. It's so confusing. Have you had any experience with it and what's your opinion? Well. He doesn't date. Well, I used to. Uh, I've tried online dating and it's. Uh, I know what you mean, Barbara. I wouldn't waste your time with it, to be honest. I've I've tried it and I've had no seriously genuine matches. Yeah. Like you get you get matches and it, the accounts usually like either a fake account or someone with like an OnlyFans account and they're just looking for mm-hmm. people to suck her into subscribing to their OnlyFans page and there's like nothing regarding like meeting up or, con- or even a conversation. Yeah. Uh, that, that that happened once. 
Dayton is a mess at the minute. Yeah. Not just online. I think the world's in a really weird place still. I don't think anyone's really recovered from a uh, the virus. I like no. It's kind of killed everything. It's kind of killed going out and socialising. People still do, but not. It doesn't feel the same. Really you know what I mean? You know, you know, as things have like died off. Uh, well, but like the like the virus is sort of like back backed off. You know, it's um, lost its potency and what have you. You know, there was the claims that things would be getting back to normal. But I said when they were first trying to claim that everything was getting back to normal, I was like, normal's done and dusted. But what we'll, is normal now, though? It's yeah. like. As I would, we'll never have that particular sense of normalcy mm-hmm. ever again. It, 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 it's, it's gone. It's definitely changed people. Yeah. Um, but then again, I also believe that there is actually no such thing as normal. Well, that's true. You know, it's, it's, What's it, normal it, for the fly is chaos. No, was it? What's normal for the spider is chaos to the fly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a made-up social construct. You know, that normal doesn't exist. Just like time. Yeah, that's true. Right. Well, there you go, Barbara. Um, oh, sorry, I didn't really watch, but love from Barbara. Love you too, Barbara. Right, this one's from Matt. Every time my wife goes on holiday, she comes back pregnant. What should I do? Um, Start going on holiday, holiday with her. Yes, man. yeah. Maybe go with her this time uh, in a DNA test. Uh, this one's from Dave in Suffolk. Hi, Richie, can you help me? I'm not a paranoid man, but my wife is acting strange. People keep phoning the house and asking if the coast is clear. I'm not a coast guard. That is strange, isn't it? Yeah. That is strange. And who was that did you say? Um, that was Dave from Suffolk. Uh, if I was you, Dave, uh, I would just tell people that you're not on the uh, Coast Guard. Um, I don't think it's anything to worry about. You'll be fine. Yeah. Show uh, your wife's fine. Yeah, and, and just, and just uh, tell them all that the coast will never be clear. No. Well, I've got a couple of uh, emails that have been sent in for us. Okay, so this first one is from Ben Talents. Hello, Ben. Hi, Ben. So, hello, lovable cats. And then, for some reason, put Richie in the sector. <laughs> After listening to absolutely none of your podcasts, <laughs> I find that Drew talks too much and sound. <laughs> And his voice sounds like a bag of cats being hit repeatedly off the wall. It would be more successful if Richie done all the talking. Sincerely, your number one fan. <laughs> well, Ben, go fuck yourself. 50% of the team are wankers. <laughs> oh, yeah, the emails. Subject title. Well, Ben, I agree with that. Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh, you might agree with Ben, but Ben, you can fuck off. <laughs> Okay, so this next one is from Miss File. Uh, 
email subject title. Great show. Oh, God. <laughs> Hi, guys. My name's Mrs. File. I've been recently listening to podcasts, and the topics you have brought up makes me tingle inside ever since my husband left me. <coughs> Peter File. Fuck crying out loud. <laughs> this is broad joy to my sandbags. Peter- <laughs> Peter left me because I was over, was overage, you see. I just want to say how much Richie's voice irritates me. He sounds like a squirrel chewing his own nuts. And I can imagine his cock smells like smelly old socks. On, on the other hand, Drew makes <laughs> my nipples harder than ping pong balls. I wish I could see what he looks like so I can play table tennis with him. Much love, Mrs. File. P.S. Richie is a prick. Hmm, that's strange. But I can tell you what Drew looks like. Have you ever seen the movie Castaway with Tom Hanks? God, are we going back to this again? Drew looks like Wilson. Even down to the hair. Well, Mrs. File, uh, I I shall send you a signed picture of myself. (laughs) Does she want a picture of. Of a no, of, she does. No, she does. Flaccid cat. I was gonna say no, she does not want to pick a signed picture of your flaccid penis. Oh well, I've got loads of them to give away. Right. I'm surprised you didn't ask for a picture of Pod. Hmm? I'm just curious about one thing though. Right. She said her husband left her because she was overage. But how the hell did <laughs> they get married if she was underage? I'm thinking maybe she's just as she's got all that. He's one of the a younger model. I think younger model is uh, being a bit generous there. Uh. Mm. Right, last one from Jane from Windlesnifftown. It's a real person. Hi Richie, can you help me? My boss, who was also my best friend keep slapping my ass. Should I say something or should I just turn the other cheek? <laughs> I think you should turn the other cheek and say do it again daddy. Oh but it's, it's a woman. It's two women. Yeah I'll turn the other cheek and say do it again mommy. Well you're talking this true. Um, I would say turn the other cheek. Um, but thanks for you. That, no thank you Jane. Thank you you for writing it. Um, this was Richie's Corner. Yeah, let's get back to the podcast. Right, so, so now we've got Word of the Frickin' Week. Well, I was about to say that uh, that, that was Richie's Corner, everyone. Uh, total shambles, as usual. <laughs> Just like the rest of the show. It was fucking brilliant, as far as the last ones would go. Well, I would say it's like the show, it just gets, it's, it's improving with time. Still a shambles. Also gets progressively worse at the same time. Yeah, we, 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 ju- we just do with, with, with more confidence. <laughs> Basically, I. The more confident we get, the worse it we gets. We talk more shit. Right. Anyway, you said word of the week. I freaking did, I. Okay, you want to go first? Uh, what one? J. J. Jam. No, jelly. Well, the Americans call jam jelly. Same thing. There we go then. 
There we go. You can eat it. You can eat that, I. You could, I. Now, my word of the week is jabated. And it's essentially when, like, a streamer, like someone on Twitch or, or something, when they're doing live streams and they get tricked into doing something mm-hmm. when uh, while <laughs> on stream by the audience. And uh, it, it can be... It can be quite hilarious to debate at moments. Uh, I know on Twitch one of the sounds you have is you know, what was it? I think it was the Venga Bus <laughs> by the Venga Boys. Yeah, yeah. And so they've taken the tune from that, and it's just constantly saying you got debated. No, no. To to that tune, uh, in fact, you can see it right there. You Got Jabated, song by Sawdaway. Um, so they're taking the tune from the Venga Bus. And, um, the song good is, for them. Yeah, good for them. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, like I said, it's a sound clip on uh, Twitch. That mm. the uh, chat can pay, can pay to have played during the stream. And depending on the streamer, scare the crap out of them. Because oh. it's it's loud and just comes out of nowhere without warning. Oh, Cindy. Hello, Cindy. Yes, yes, he was a bird guy. Uh huh. What do you mean it's Joe's fault? Oh, did he know? No, I never mentioned that. Uh, I didn't mention what. Oh, uh-huh. you know. Wait, I'll, Cindy, I'll bring it back. You fu- Podcasts.